Hello and welcome to episode 33 of the Haiku Chronicle podcast. I'm Patricia, your host, and this week, following on from one of my favourite topics so far, the technique of proximal synesthesia, I'm going to talk about and try my hand at transformational and multiple synesthesia in the company of Nicholas Klazanski. Nicholas has really helped me out this week. Thank you so much. Last but not least, I have a piece from Goran Gatalicha, a prolific haiku poet and someone whose work we've already enjoyed in episode 11. Thank you, as always, for the feedback that you gave me from last week's podcast. I've enjoyed reading your haiku and senryu using proximal sense switching. It's always great to hear that I've inspired you to try new things or to try a technique once more. Some of you have asked me about the butterflies. Well, the Puccini they were dancing to was Nessun Dorma, sung by Pavarotti. And yes, they're still with me. The Cabbage Whites dancing together in the twilight. As I said, this week I'm going to continue on the same topic, but this time focus on transformational and multiple sense switching. So what are they? Let's start with transformational synesthesia. In this technique, one sense becomes another. This technique has been used more in traditional Japanese haiku than in Western haiku. I can vouch for that, as I've had a devil of a problem finding this technique used in contemporary work. First off, I'll give you some examples from the Japanese tradition. Nicholas found and sent me the following haiku, which were written by the Japanese master of the haiku, Basho. But I don't honestly know who translated them into English. The first is a smell which transforms into a visual image. Their fragrance is whiter than peach blossoms, the daffodils. The next, oral transforms into a smell. As the bell tone fades, blossom scents take up the ringing, evening shade. But what of contemporary haiku? As I said, I had quite a bit of trouble finding some examples for you. But here are a few. In the first, oral becomes a touch in this haiku by Raphael de Grutola from Haiku Moment. Endless day, a train whistle widens in the cold air. The next, visual to that of a smell in a haiku by Nicholas Klazanski. Whiteness of its smell, March snow. And also by Nicholas, an oral transforms to a visual. Payday, the swallows cry with a silver hue. And now for my contribution, visual to taste. Mayflies, the mud-brown taste of lakefish. So far, we've looked at combining two senses, but what about using more than two senses in your haiku? What do you think? Do you think this can work, or is it all too much, like a sensory overload, which leads to a lack of focus or direction? I'll give you an example I wrote to illustrate the point. Let me know what you think. Yellow sand, an odour of fish in the sound of the waves. That one is pretty much in its raw state, 
but you can see what I mean. I'd love to read some of your transformational synesthesia or multiple sense-switching haiku. You can send them to me via email from the Poetry P website and perhaps I can do a special podcast with haiku from you. And so to our guest poet. This week it's someone we first met in episode 11, Goran Gatalicha. As with many of our guests, he is a scientist who writes poetry. He's quite prolific and has been published in many journals and haiku anthologies. You may have heard me congratulating him a number of times. If you'd like to read more of his work, I'll put some links on the podcast notes on our website. In a week when the topic of migration has brought the European Union another political crisis, Goran, in his Senryu, reminds us that whatever you think about migration, when all is said and done, we are actually talking about human beings. I'll not say any more, but read you his piece. During war, children in a boat sharing a whisper. It's quite sobering, isn't it? I think I'd just like to say thank you to Goran for his moving poem and leave it at that. Thank you for coming along this week and listening. I hope you've enjoyed the haiku and senryu featured here and that I've inspired you to go off and try some new techniques. And don't forget to let me know if you do. Join me next Monday when we'll be looking at the technique which Jane Reichel calls As is above, is below. I'm looking forward to it already. See you next week and keep writing. You'll find all the links you need on the website poetryp.com in the show notes for this podcast. Remember, if there's something missing, just send me an email and I'll send you the information you need. Take care now.